Hey everybody, Mark Herman, aka LA Bengals fan on most of the major platforms, and I am joined here, as always, by partner in crime, Sam Schneider, and this is another episode of Jungle Talk. Yeah, Jungle Talk. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I'm going to call this preseason in the real season because right. that's what this game it was. It was hard. I, I had about as much enjoyment watching it as I do any of our preseason games. You just, you, you kind of watched the game and you were like, okay, you know, Chase got his, you know, came in, got his couple passes. Yeah. Okay. So now, and then you just kind of sat there, you watched, you watched Brandon Allen, you know, just look like whatever that was. was, It was, it was just a hard game to watch. And, and you know what? I'm going to throw something else out there. It was a very hard game to listen to because I hate Jonathan Vilma. <laughs> See, I don't. I've, I've, I've had a oh. lot of people, I've, I've, a lot of my friends have said that today, and I don't really have much of an issue with Jonathan, Jonathan Vilma. I kind of like him. No, he just, I didn't, you know, I don't know. I, I'm with I, mean, I understand he's not I know understand he's not perfect and that's why he's not on you know yeah. a bunch of national he's not Romo or Nance I get that but um, but um, I also I also do one of the things I do like about him is that he doesn't get so unbelievably fired up like all the other co- color commentary guys that just feel like they're screaming at you for 60 minutes right just screaming and drawing all over the screen and like he's at least calm and cool and collected and i respect that but i agree man it was hard to watch i felt like i was in like uh a clockwork orange and like they had my my eyes oh yeah yeah, yeah there you go and i was you know stuck in you the chair having food. to watch it not not being able to look away <laughs> yeah well you know what in clockwork orange you would have gotten to hear beethoven's knife or beethoven's uh right. <laughs> being played Instead while you were Jonathan witnessing Vilma. it and you wouldn't have had to listen to Jonathan Vilma. And for those of you who don't understand, go back, see the movie Clockwork Orange because Beethoven's Fifth and Beethoven's Ninth are prominently there. And uh, and that's what he's forced to listen to while he's uh, while he's being tortured. So that movie is not for children. So if you are under yes, 18, no, no, do not no. watch it. It's even for its time. It was pretty. Uh, it was yeah. Pretty, even for adults, it's a little woof. Yeah. So, um, but, um, but still, yeah, I get that. So, but no, it was bad. You know, I'm going to go through the bad. Um, my, the, the biggest thing for me, the biggest bad takeaway for me is I don't think Brandon Allen is a viable backup. I honestly, I know he didn't have our starting line. I don't need to have all our weapons, but he missed some very simple passes. He doesn't read coverage well he doesn't throw players open he doesn't anticipate and i you know i guess i kind of took a lot of it for granted you know when burrow was out last year and he was playing but i clearly think we need to think about spending a later round pick on a project that could be a possible backup quarterback because if we were forced at any point next year to have brandon allen come in and win you games i don't think he can well, I, I don't know about drafting one. I mean, there's going to be quarterbacks floating all over the all over free agency in the offseason. Right. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure Andy Dalton is one of them. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's I agree with you. And I, I don't want to make excuses for him because he looked really bad today. I mean, yeah. he looked really, really bad. Um, but I will say, at least last year, he improved as his starts went on. Um, and, and keep in mind that the whole time he was also playing with the starters for the team. 
Um, you know, today there was no Chase, there was no Boyd, there was no Higgins, there was no Mixon, there was uh, the, no Zama, um, you know, and, and the offensive line was just abhorrent today. They were so bad. Right. Um, but again, I'm not making excuses for him. I agree with you. I think we can do better right. uh, at the position. Um, but I think there's going to be so many free agents floating around. We might be able to get somebody for the veteran minimum rather than burning a draft pick. You know, and I'm just I'm 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 pointing out that when Drew Brees went down, Teddy Bridgewater came in and won games for them. To me, that's what you have to have. A viable backup is someone who could step in and win games. Earlier this season, when Jalen Hurts was out, Gardner Minshew came in and won a critical game for them. I don't see that in Brandon Allen. So I just, the one takeaway I have from today's game is we need to improve. And I agree with you. We can do that with a veteran backup. We need to improve the backup quarterback because he's somebody, if God forbid something happened and somebody needed to come in and spell Joe for a couple of weeks next year, we need to win one or two of those games. You right. know, if he's out for a two or three game stretch, we need to go two and one or one and one. Um, that that's that's the whole purpose of paying, you know, eight million or ten million dollars to a backup is that they'll come in and win you those critical games that could be the difference between making and not making the postseason. So um, that was my biggest takeaway, bad takeaway. Um, the other two things is with, uh, Ricardo Allen went out with a concussion. Um, he ha- he also got flagged for, you, you know, helmet to helmet right. on that same play. And then we lo- looked like we lost Vernon Hargrave to a, a pretty bad ankle injury. I mean, yeah. it, it wasn't him. He was just standing there and then the pile just moved and, you know, his ankle is not going to hold back five or six human beings on a pile pushing the weight one way. So, yeah. And it was a, it was a double whammy too, because it, it got stepped on first, Yeah, um, which, and you know, th- those guys are wearing spikes out there. Right. Um, it, it got, the ankle got stepped on first. And then after the foot came off of his ankle and he went down, it got twisted way the wrong way. Right. Um, so yeah, he wasn't able to put any weight on that whatsoever. So that was, that was a real shame. Yeah. And then, you know, and I talked to so my biggest one, and it was like a Keystone Cops, but when you get the ball at midfield, this is where Brandon Allen, like I said, we get the ball at midfield and then he's scrambling around and gets the ball knocked out and, and Clowney ends up trying to scoop it up and we end up getting it back. But right. we're sitting there, in a, you know, in a second and 35 or some ridiculous number. And it was like, you know, you just cut it's that that's why my biggest takeaway, like I said, was that we need to uh, get a better backup. Yeah. And, and, and you know what, I mean, for me, even if it was, you know, a Teddy Bridgewater type of guy, um, it can, with the weapons that we have, it can be a game manager. Yeah. You don't have to have, you don't have to have somebody that could come in and throw bombs and, you know, um, try to win you the game single-handedly. Just don't lose it. Just don't lose the game. You know what I mean? Um, Just be, be adequate. Dink and dunk your way down the field on first down, get some first downs and, and keep us in the game until somebody can break one off. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So on the good side, yeah, I mean, we did get valuable snaps for for Captain America. Chris Evans had moments. He looked good. Um, uh, Trayvon Williams looked good. Yeah. And uh, and Trey Wayans got some good snaps out there. He was out there. Mike yep. Hilton was out there. Our, our red zone defense looked pretty good. We stopped him on downs once. We tipped the ball because the score could have been <laughs> a lot more lopsided. We tipped the ball. Mike Hilton intercepted it. Um, I was hoping he would, you know, run it back. You know, <laughs> but- it, I, I'll tell you what, before he slipped and fell, um, I was starting to think I was like, man, you throw one more juke in here and I bet you're going to be gone. 
Right. And that right when I thought that is when he slipped yeah. and hit the ground. Oh, you're, you're kind of like a, playing. A, it's like counting cards in blackjack. You're watching right. all the bodies go back. You go, well, how many more people could there be? Right. Yeah, there, there can be the much more though. left. Yeah, <laughs> so, there can be much more aces, many more aces back there. No. So you just kind of. But but th- that's the only good things I have was the fact that those guys got snaps. I didn't print out the stats. They don't mean anything. They're going to be ugly. They're um, not good. No. <laughs> They're not good. That's and, all you need to know. They're not good. No, so uh, so that um, was I it. did forget. I did forget, by the way, that we uh, that we signed a uh, a metro bus, um, uh, but then I just realized that I forgot how friggin' big Tyler Shelvin is. That right. guy is like eight feet wide and six feet tall. God, that guy's a monster, man. When he uh, when we get him all all worked into the scheme and everything, I think he's going to be a heck of a run stopper. Um, he's just that Sam Adams type, that big body yeah. that really doesn't have to do very much except just stand in there. Um, God, he's enormous. Sam Adams was so big that when he how stood, big was he? Yeah, you know what? There's your old Carson. When he stood there, you actually thought his name was written in lowercase because <laughs> his, his jersey was so wide and Adams was such a short name that you were like, did they just use lowercase letters on the back of his jersey? Is that what that is? And then you'd look in and just see that it was just he was like the width of two human beings. So the belly hanging out of the bottom oh, of a yeah. fucking uh, septuple XL. Well, you know what? But he stood there. He plugged the middle, and uh, he sure did. And uh, you know, Vince Wolfert did the same thing. You know, yeah. I mean, sometimes when years. you're that big, all you got to do is just be there, yeah. and hey, you're it. already you're already affecting the play. They're like, well, we're not going that way. Well, you already you're already standing there and covering up. You know, two gaps. Right, you know, just standing yeah. there. Yeah, just your being there. So, but um, all right. Well, let's talk about you know, and we'll go. We'll obviously preview because we'll know because we don't know as we sit here right now. Could be the Patriots, could be the Bills, could be the Raiders, could be the Chargers. I don't think there's any way that the Steelers get because they'll yeah. be they'll be going to the number. They'll be, the Chiefs will be getting whoever the lowest seed is, which I think would be the Steelers. So yeah, the Steelers, the Steelers cannot possibly move up from number seven. They are locked into that. Although if, if there's somehow a tie uh, in tonight's game, the Steelers will get knocked out. Yeah. Got knocked out entirely. Oh man. I was begging for that tie in the Steelers Ravens game. I wanted it so bad. Yeah. Cause they would both (laughs) be eliminated. It would eliminate both teams. And and we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up the fact that, you know, Thanks a lot, Indianapolis. I mean, oh, you've got God. the premier running back. You've got one of the best offensive lines. You supposedly have this good defense. Frank Reich, we know, is a good coach. And you brought in Carson Wentz, who is somebody he's got rapport with going back to the Eagles. And you lose to the Raiders at home last week. And then you follow that up by going on the road to Jacksonville, a two-win team. This is a team that has the first overall pick in the draft, and they continue to because we were talking about this, because Detroit won today, so they still have the first overall pick. And you lose to them when you have a playoff berth on the line. All you have to do is take care of your business, and you have the best running back, and you have no James Robinson. You have, I mean, all the turmoil that's gone on in Jacksonville. And that's the only reason that that the that the that the that the Ravens Steeler game even made a difference. Right, right, yeah. Because all the Colts had to do was win, and that game all of a sudden is meaningless. Right, and then that's and a winner. You in for the for the Raiders Chargers tonight? So I was just kind of watching that, and I was like, that has to be not only is that the biggest disappointment of today, 
but that has to be the biggest disappointment of the last quarter of the season is yeah. the play of the Colts. They, I said last week, I thought they were the most complete team because of their offensive defensive lines, because of their running back, because of their coach, all that. And then they just, they just went out there and failed. Let's just say they shot the bed. They totally yeah, well, shot the it bed. was, it was, it was a fail. I mean, yeah. There's, there's and, no way to there's no way to sugarcoat it, and because of that, the NFL and 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 us as viewers are going to get stuck watching the, the you know the the Steelers, yeah, well, you know it's um and who's who are bad team. I mean, yeah. we don't have to worry about seeing them. Um, not that I would mind seeing them. I mean, this is the Steeler team we could beat three times in a year. Yeah. Um, but but it's just one of those things that this is a team that doesn't belong there. Yeah, I, Kansas City is going to take them out behind the woodshed. Um, I wanted I wanted to mention uh, I got the year wrong in the preview, but uh, just to rectify that now. So officially now, Indianapolis um, has lost the last six times they've gone to Jacksonville since 2014. Um, they have not won. In, they have not won in Jacksonville since 2014, and they also lost to Jacksonville on the road in London during that time too. So they haven't beaten Jacksonville on the road in uh in seven years okay well i'm going to defend them on the london game that's really jacksonville well <laughs> that's really their offsite. you know if if there's ever a team that plays good in london it's jacksonville because they play there literally every year right so so um that's the own but yeah there's just bad i, I that was the biggest disappointment today was yeah. uh so it didn't take away all the drama for tonight um, had the Ravens actually pulled that game out, I think the Raiders automatically qualified. But the whole reason all these scenarios came into play was because the Colts yeah. couldn't yep. take care of business. Yeah, that so, was that was that was domino number one. Yeah. So um, and I had said when we talked about, you know, one of the things I said, I didn't mind Indianapolis because I think Carson Wentz is a is a quarterback. You know, he's a he's a Roethlisberger type. He stands there. He's not going anywhere. Right. And you saw today Jacksonville got him rattled. For those of you who watch the game, that 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 possession coming out of half um, where Wentz fumbles at his own 25. I mean, that just, you know, you're you get a first down. You look like you're going to cut it to one score. And then you just make it three scores. Yeah. <laughs> Not, you know, so, um, and then it just got worse from there. So yeah. Well, I, the you biggest know. disappointment. So let's, let's go into, um, we could talk about our different potential uh, <laughs> people. I think you had most of the scenarios down. I don't think there's a way we see the chargers. There might be, but we don't know. Or yeah, the, the, the chargers one, the only thing I don't know is what the tiebreaker is between Buffalo and Los Angeles. Um, because if Buffalo happens to lose, um, and, uh, and the Patriots win the division. I'm not sure if the chargers win, if they leap over Buffalo, I don't think they do. So I don't think we can play the chargers. Um, but what I will tell everybody is that if, uh, if Buffalo wins, but new England loses, if the Raiders win, we play the Raiders. Um, if Buffalo wins and new England loses, but the chargers win, we play the Patriots. Patriots. So those are the two most likely scenarios as it is right now. Although, uh, you know, don't count the Patriots out still early in that game. And they just scored a little bit ago. Um, So it's just, I mean, it's anybody's guess right now, but you know, I'll I'll say the same thing that I've been saying all day. And I probably said it in the preview too, uh, not to sound like a broken record, but um, you know, at this point, obviously, you know, 
it's almost impossible not to have some sort of preference of who you want to play. Um, but, you know, the way we played against the Chiefs and the fact that we're going to get all these guys back this week, uh, Taylor already said all the COVID guys are going to come back to practice, right. um, all that jazz. Um, you know, I look at, I look up and down, um, you know, the, the, the playoff standings. And even though we're a young team, the fourth youngest in the NFL, if you'll recall. I've heard that, um, yes. <laughs> have you heard that before? Really? Once or, once or twice. <laughs> um, so, you know, we don't, we don't really have that, the playoff experience with this team. Um, but when I look up and down the teams that are there, I'm comfortable playing anybody, you know right. what I mean? There's nobody that's like really striking, striking fear into me right now. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you know, but like I said, in, in the preview, Belichick scares me a little bit. Um, but I just watched Miami score on them twice, like zip, zip, you know what you I mean? Get- the, there's the plus side of the Patriots, and I agree with you on Belichick, but the plus side of the Patriots is they're not a team built to come back from a deficit. Right. So if we can throw up some points on them quickly, we can quickly get them out of their game. You you do have a rookie quarterback who's not leading the league in, in touchdown passes over 20 yards. I mean, that's just not how they score. Right. And um, so, you know, they try to win the ugly games. and Yeah. And I'm, so that's you know, an advantage. I'm playing them that, you know, playing them has its advantage. Um, obviously, I think the Chargers, it would be a nice payback game. Yeah, that's uh, an and I, yeah. I'm com- completely comfortable with the with the Raiders right. um, uh, playing them again. But this time in Cincinnati, right. uh, you know, I love the fact that we have a home game. Um, you know, I guess maybe of all of them, uh, the Bills are probably who I really don't want to face. Um, because, you know, I, you know, you said in the preview, you know, that we've got experience with guys like Lamar. So, um, we should be able to at least semi contain, uh, Josh Allen. Um, you know, you're not going to just completely stop him from running. Um, but you know, he's got a heck of an arm too. Um, you know, and I digs, uh, is going to present a real problem for, uh, some of the guys in our secondary and they're willing to move him around. Um, and Dawson Knox has shown up and turned out to be a really good tight end. Um, so, you know, they've got the weapons, their running game isn't very strong, but they've shown that sometimes they just don't even need it. Uh, like right. they just completely abandon the run and still, you know, do okay. So I suppose I don't really want to face Buffalo. Um, but you know, at the same time, once again, when I see their name on the page, I'm not scared either. Right. Well, I was, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, he's actually a Raider fan, and we were going over the, the different scenarios. And I said, you know, there's really only one complete team coming into the playoffs, and it's Green Bay. It's right. really the only team where you go, they can run the ball, they can pass the ball, they have Aaron Rodgers, they've got a solid defense, and they're getting some def- offensive linemen back. So, yeah. you know, and we wouldn't see them, you know, only obviously it would be a rematch um, seeing them in the Super Bowl. But so they're not really our concern. You look at any of these AFC teams. And you go one through seven on whoever they are. Let's yep. take the Steelers and Raiders out of the equation only because they're your, they're your low end of the AFC teams. Right. So I have a feeling that either both of those teams are going to, regardless of who they play, they're going to be your first two eliminated just right. because they're the least, they have the, the biggest issues. All these teams are flawed to a certain degree, including us. Mm-hmm. But, but if you look, take the, the Chiefs, especially with the way they looked yesterday, you take the Chiefs, you take the Bills, you take the Patriots, you take us, 
you know, and you, and you take the chargers and any one of those teams could beat any one of those teams on any given Sunday, right. they're all going to have a bad day where they lose and you're going to go kind of scratching your head and they're all going to have a good day where they could light things up. So any one of those five teams, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's anybody's ball game. Yeah. It's a little, uh, it's a little, you know, not that I'm, you know, want to look past, the first round. I certainly don't want to do that, but of course, you know, we can't help it. We're fans. That's what we right, do. Right. Um, right. Uh, you know, it's uh, the fact that Tennessee was able to hold on to that number one seed just means that when they play their first playoff game, Derek, he's going to be back. Right. Um, you know what I mean? They get an extra week to get him back. And um, that makes them a far more dangerous team. You're talking about arguably the best running back in, in the NFL. You know what right. I mean? I don't right. even think it's, I don't even think it's really arguable. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that well, there wouldn't know, be first, an argument if he hadn't got hurt, but because right. he got hurt and Taylor played the whole year, you, you know, you could argue Taylor, but I agree with yeah. you that he played the whole year. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's the biggest, he's the biggest game changer in terms of, uh, you know, uh, you know, just changing the way a team can and, and he'll yeah. come through with play. So, yeah. So whoever, who, whoever gets to the AFC championship is certainly going to have their hands full, assuming Tennessee wins their, uh, you know, their first matchup. Right. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that just gives them one more week um, where they don't have to either rush him back or they don't have to play their first game without him. Uh, they get another week to chill out, relax, let him rehab. And I bet you he's going to be all systems go. Well, but he's also not going to have played in a while. <laughs> so, you know, maybe he's a little rusty. You don't know. Maybe you get it. That's when you lead to a turnover or something like that. So maybe. But- well, but we, I, the way it plays out, because we're four, if all the division champs win their games, you know, the three playing on wildcard weekend, we would be going to Tennessee. Right. So that's the uh, that's the one thing Yeah, Vilma kept saying. The one thing that the Bengals can get from today is a second home game, you know, and it was just and that's if we won the by getting to two, we right. guarantee yourself the second round. Uh, if you win the first one, you get another one. So right. which we obviously won't have. Um, so, so that we're headed there. And the only way is if one of these wildcard teams wins their game, <coughs> then, and we win our game, then we would go to Kansas city or whoever, or right. so that's right. how it's going to play out. So we're going to see, well, we'll know when we do our preview this week, um, we will know who we're playing and obviously we'll preview that game. Um, you know, we didn't tell everybody where to find all your stuff. Cause I think we were just so numb and half asleep. <laughs> From having, right. you know, I actually wanted just to watch the red still, zone panel. Still waking up a little but bit. For you guys, I stayed and I watched the Bengal game, as painful as it was. I right. had to do that for right for because uh, we got to bring because we got to bring the heat, man. We got to bring the heat. That's right. So uh, uh, for anybody for anybody out there, you can find me on Twitter at buy and sell you. I write for Primetime Sports Talk. You can find us at Talk Primetime or PrimetimeSportsTalk.com. You can find Mark on every major platform at LA Bengals fan. And don't forget to hit that like button. That really helps us out a lot. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit the bell. Turn the bell on. No, get notified when we do our shows on Thursdays and Sundays. And comment down below, baby. That's it. And you know, you'll know we'll, we'll do a preview this week coming up. Uh, please subscribe. It's all we ask. Um, and uh, with that, you know, enjoy the game tonight. It'll be an exciting game. I mean, basically the playoffs start tonight because the loser's out. Right. So, I mean, you get a playoff game starting at, you know, 520 tonight. So, so welcome to the postseason, everybody.
once right. these afternoon games are done. So with that, I'm going to say who day, everybody. Who day? We will see you later this week with our playoff preview. Take care.